there's Alexis and Moira and David and Johnny and all their Schitt's Creek friends. Ew, David. Hi. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> this is Shit Simply the Best. I'm Katie. I'm Rayon. And hello, hello. We are on season four, episode three. Yes. Question Asbestos. mark. <laughs> I don't know. I lose count. <laughs> I'm doing this as best as I can, okay? He's doing asbestos asbestos. <laughs> Loki, terrible. All right. So bad. <laughs> Shut up. So we learned this, as I said in the last episode, we learned right away that the title matches with the main storyline yes. very immediately. So they're having an asbestos fest, which I guess is the which thing is they have every year. hilarious, yes. It's very funny. <laughs> that this small town has an asbestos festival. Yeah, it's great. It reminds me, it's totally something in like Parks and Rec that would happen. Yes. So. Like they find, yeah, like in Parks and Rec, they would find like this government building that's covered in asbestos. So they have to That and raccoons and it would be Parks and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so raccoons. we, it's established with this old headshot of Moira and it says like asbestos fest on it out, yes. outside of town hall. And she's performing, I guess. And Jocelyn explains, you know, normally, sorry that I've been so frantic, but normally my sister helps organizing, but her husband has gout for the third time. So, you know, <laughs> God, gross. These poor people. I know. So Moira was supposed to do, it's great. She jumps into this story. This ventriloquist act with Eva Longoria for the everybody knows benefit for juvenile rhinoplasty. Oh my god, yes. I love wow. the pun. Everybody knows. I know. <laughs> so good. It's such a it's such a brilliantly written little anecdote in there. So she's like, "Yeah, we didn't perform though because she she had to drop out due to exhaustion, which she clearly thinks she was lying." Yeah. And she's like, "So I had to be both puppet and puppeteer." <laughs> And we learn Moira is terribly bad at narrowing down a song for mm-hmm. this, which we'll get into for this asbestos fest because Jocelyn really needs a decision. And she goes, okay, Moira, I just want to slap you right across the face. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> the children's choir gave me a set list two weeks yeah. ago. <laughs> it got when she says that a lot of stuff she says is Jocelyn makes, gets me out loud in this episode. Like I laugh a lot yes. with stuff she says because she's so, so worried. These two episodes, these past, like the previous one yeah. and this one. Very so, funny. So good. So <laughs> the tag of the end of the scene, Moira says, Oh, hello, you. Looking at a poster of herself. Yes. God. Confidence TV's for days. Moira. Oh, yeah. There's a whole thing about that, how it should yeah, be television. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. So right after this at the motel, she's working on her act. This is just great. The, I love this. Just the intro to her, like, in her zone. And just the hand gestures that she's doing. Too, like what she's wearing. Yeah. So she's in David's room and he asks, what have you decided on and for the show? And she says, oh, the Patty Hearst story. He goes, that had an ensemble cast of 30. <laughs> <laughs> and you were asking for a line on a dance break. <laughs> yes, that's my favorite part. Where she says line in the middle of a dance break, apparently. That's oh my God. amazing. What a great, what a great thing. She, But Moira explains, as Johnny says it, that she just is trimming the fat because, you know, Johnny said that there was 29 dead weights when she was in the show. <laughs> oh, God, it's so good. So 
he goes, wait, you didn't even play Patty. Like, David just keeps on bringing up all this bad stuff about it. Right. And she goes, yes, I did. You know, that one night, Patricia Lapone ate the pre-show shawarma. Patricia Lapone. <laughs> also, just hilarious that she would get sick from shawarma, of all things. Yes. So, yeah, then he mentions that line thing, which kills me every time. <laughs> I can't imagine that happening to like a dancer or to anybody. That's just anybody. That's so great. She also says they with this song, they'll get to experience her triad of threats, which if you're a theater person, it's called triple triple threat. threat. But of course she has to say it this way because it makes it fancy and it makes it Moira. (laughs) So (laughs) David's like, wait, but you practiced for seven months with the dance instructor. And it still didn't work. Right. Like, <laughs> like, um, oh, and he call? says that she he ended up out. dating. He ended up dating that yeah. dance instructor, too, which he brings up. It's like Fosse's nephew or his son. Oh, what his... she says. Yeah, yeah, she says some really funny dancer anecdote. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll admit, though, the very end of this is completely relatable and had me, like, dying because he goes... Good luck. And she insists that he says break a leg. Break and leg. I do this every time. Like, I'm annoying about it. Because people in my life, even if they're just, like, normal friends, will say it. And I'm like, no, you have to say break a leg. And you have to, like, erase what you just said. Yeah, because like, we're gonna it's going to We're going to have to completely me. go back in time. And you're going to have to not say that. Yes. So if everybody doesn't know, it's kind of like a, cur- like a curse. I don't know what it would be called. But it's yeah. bad luck, basically, to say that. Uh, you have to say break leg if it's anything, you know, like performer related. Good luck is bad luck. Yes, exactly. So, And if you're from so you know. a lot of different countries, it's uh, it's about shit usually. Really? Yeah. In France, it's merde, which is shit. In yeah. Puerto Rico, we say mucha mierda, which is have a lot of shit. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I like that. The things we learn. More you know with the little the more star. You know. Okay. <laughs> So, at, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, Hopefully, no. you know what I mean. It's I have, really hard I to describe. I when you said it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, at Rose Apothecary, there's these teens. This is a, oh, like kind youths. of the B story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the youths. <laughs> exactly. We're going to get into that. So, they're hanging around outside. David comes in, and Alexis is there with Patrick. She looks really cute. She's yes. like in a, Sitting on like the counter, an off-the-shoulder though. dress. <laughs> yeah, I know. Of course she is. And Patrick asks about his friends outside, referring mm-hmm. to David. And we learn that they've been hanging around there a lot. Yeah, like so Dave, And he's he's already really annoyed with Alexis because she, he's like, why are you here? Like, what? And she's Patrick's like, helping well, he's school. helping me. Yeah. And she asks about profit margins. And Patrick immediately connects it to the teens to the and goes, teens. well, you could start by, say, telling the teens that are outside every day to leave because they're scaring they're away actual really? customers. Yeah. Yeah. And David's like, no, there was only one of them that looked methy, and he's gone. So, (laughs) yeah. And then David calls them youths, like you said, which reminds me of Schmidt every time. Because Schmidt called them youths. Yes, Schmidt from New Girl, if you don't know, has many youths use lines that are very old man. Since then, I call anyone under like twenty three. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it's pretty great. They're all youths. But he's also saying that them being there builds street cred, as if that's a thing that matters <laughs> in a small town. Right. It does not. 
And Alexis asks, so she's really smart here. She's like, oh, well, are they buying anything? And David's like, they're coming in. They're looking around. (laughs) They're buying gum. Just gum. And Patrick's like, what else are they doing? And he goes, well, they're... they're (laughs) Yeah? Complimenting David's outfits. So... On cue, right after that happens, they come in. It's yeah. like it's like it's on cue and say, nice sweater, bro. One of them says that to him. <laughs> and he gets really flattered. I know like... David reacting to this is so good. And also when he says nice sweater, bro, His gotta say lines. it sounds sarcastic. Oh, yeah. When the kid says that, by the way. But he doesn't know. Teenagers are and... terrifying. Yes. And Alexis goes, breathe it out. Breathe it out. <laughs> <laughs> so back at the motel. Roland comes in. This is another part of the story asking to talk to Johnny. And he's like, starts to randomly give him gift ideas mm. of like gifts to buy Roland, which is weird. He's like, I'm, I'm saving your bacon because I'm pointing out all these problems at the motel. And he, I know somebody that can fix this fix for them. you. I know somebody mm-hmm. who needs work. And <laughs> Johnny's like, well, you know, we can't afford it. And he's like, I started Rose Video with only one employee. And he, he one employee refers, per store, and they open yeah. and closed. <laughs> yeah. Which is he, a, which a good That's point. He goes, though. it's way too much. I know it is. But it was also in a different time. And he's like, yeah. you know, I'm trying to keep this young business growing. And we can't do that if we, we get somebody else on board. But Stevie wanders in uh, or comes in and says that, Roland has been wandering around with mm-hmm. a notepad and apparently freaking out the guests the because guess. he's just out there like looking at things. And he's them a down. freaky dude. Yes. <laughs> she also says that they do need help because somebody has a bad back and she's been carrying all the bags. <laughs> Johnny's like, yeah, he, he's pulling his bad back thing, which he also pulled during uh, Bob's brother's funeral, yes. if we remember. So Anything to get out of work. Exactly. Get out of physical labor, pretty mm-hmm. much. So... Stevie's like, well, you know, we really do need someone because I'm starting to look like a Slovakian shot putter. So. <laughs> oh, good, good. So meanwhile, at Rose Apothecary, this is just a little bit later, they just buy gum again, the mm-hmm. teens, the youths. And Alexis says they've been, they've been stealing they've been stuff. Stealing. Mm-hmm. She knows this because she used to do it. And she goes, they are the 100% Hamptons. stealing. <laughs> yeah. Like, also, her saying... Crew. 100% to 100% stealing is a gif as well. Yeah, I As know. many are. And I use it very often because it's very relevant. So And like she, she breaks down, yeah, she breaks yeah. down their strategy. Like one yes. goes to the right, one goes mm-hmm. to the left. One compliments you while the other steals. Yep, exactly. Oh, the other one and, checks the hoodie, the wool hoodie. As oh, yeah. And then, and then another one distracts, yeah, distracts Patrick while also distracting David with complimenting. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I used to do it with my klepto friends. Yeah, in the Hamptons, <laughs> in the Hamptons. which is great. <laughs> Rich so they don't, they don't believe it, both of them. I just think they don't want to believe yeah, it. Yeah, they don't. But... They, yeah, they, they're like, I feel like if we were being robbed, we would know. Exactly, yeah. And they do check to like where she was talking about. And Badger's like, I can't tell if we haven't refilled or if something's missing. And <laughs> she goes... Oh, this is really funny. Pa- uh, Patrick goes, well, that explains the compliment. Yeah, <laughs> to David, so which mean. is so mean. Like, you know that David needs that. <laughs> but right away, because Alexis is so knowledgeable on this, is like, oh, well, don't worry. They 
they only took the toner and the cleanser and their their t-zones are going to be super, super effed, effed if they don't come back yeah if they don't come back for the moisturizer their t-zones yeah. are going to be super effed. god so after this johnny goes to roll oh, unless they're house. selling it on the black market oh yes 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 she does say that god i remember so <laughs> Johnny goes to Roland's house and asks about this guy that Roland mm. was referring to. So and he guy? describes himself. He's like, oh, we know he's, he's very yeah, smart and devilishly and handsome. Like, moves the hide to match yeah. him. God. And Roland loves the look on his face. And he's like, impatience. That's the look. That's what Johnny <laughs> says. Because he's really annoyed. He's like, just tell me who this person is. <laughs> so, it gets me. It's like, I knew as soon as I said, where's the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Roland also calls him his best friend, which is funny. I feel like that's kind of a Roland kind of matches the trope of like in a comedy when someone thinks they're closer with someone oh, than yes. they are. Yeah, yes, which yes, yes. happens a lot. But yes, sorry, that was weird. I was getting a call coming oh. in. That's actually never happened, surprisingly, but the whole time we've been doing this. So Johnny agrees to have Roland come, but he says this is a trial run. And of course, Roland... Is like, oh yeah, yeah, you don't I don't want to commit because I don't know right. if I'll like I don't it. know if I'm gonna like this. It's very much an Alexis thing where he thinks he means something else. Gosh. So at the motel, Moira's rehearsing oh with the beret on yes. <laughs> like the dark wig and like and the way the baggy army green shirt thing. Yes, and I wrote this down. Nobody moved but me, 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 me. And these like sequin pants too. Yeah, it's, it's just like such a mess. The top it's a outfit is like military, and then yeah, sequins. Because show business. So Jocelyn comes in with this hunting rifle because apparently <laughs> she needs a gun for this, right, and like, she freaks out. She goes, gun. "It was a machine gun." Yeah. And then Jocelyn is getting really, right. really annoyed. She's like, by so all you're this. gonna have to meet me somewhere in the middle. Yes, she's like, meet me halfway. And she's like, I got you more time. I literally, some I, of the kids cried right. because she had they to had cancel to some of set. their yeah. songs. <laughs> They're not doing their final song. The kids cried. Yeah. And, but Moira, okay, so we learned something here. She's like, oh, well, this rehearsal has been very enlightening for me. So I think I need to step out of the limelight, like step out of it altogether. And Jocelyn's like, has a moment. And she's like, you can't do this. We like switch the posters from TVs to, to televisions, television. Moira Rose. <laughs> And she just says, you know, I think you're, I think you have cold feet. She thinks she's nervous. Oh, nice. And she, she goes on this little story where she's like, you know, it happens to everyone. Like, I had that on my wedding day at the Elmdale Bingo Hall, P.S. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she's like, I thought of just driving to New Mexico and just leaving him behind. But she's like, (laughs) but you know, I feast, she's like, I feast my fears and now you could do that. And she's like, it's been 27 years of bliss, which is cute to say mm-hmm. about her and Roland. That's and that's really a long adorable. time. I wonder when they got married or how old they are. I always think about that. No, Mutt's almost 30, so. Oh, he is? Do we I mean, him? I'm just saying, because if they've been oh. 27 and like he looks 30. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. So Moira confirms that <laughs> that she'll do it. She'll do yes. it. She's like, you know, but she's, she's, she's confused at first. She's like. Was that supposed to encourage right. me? Was or? <laughs> she doesn't know why the story was told. Story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And Moira just talks to herself when she leaves, when Jocelyn leaves. 
and five, six, seven, eight, Patty. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> like her. <laughs> Ten, eleven. <laughs> yeah, she keeps she going up with the numbers, which makes no sense. You don't do that. Not in dance. No. Clearly, that's why she yelled out line, because it, she doesn't know what's going on. Oh, goodness. So, back to Rose Apothecary. Alexis says, like clockwork, because the youths come mm-hmm. in, the teens. And it looks like they have a, a plan this time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I mean, I mean, Patrick, David, and Alexis, because they've talked right. about it, clearly. And <laughs> what one of them says, I forget which one of them says this, but look around, you do you. It might be Alexis, because it sounds like something she I would say. I think so. But she holds, they're leaving. She holds up a wallet, and it's a theirs. A duct tape wallet. And she's like, I think you forgot something. And she looks really like, you know, mm-hmm. like I did it. And he gets really upset because he's like, it took me so long to make <laughs> that wallet. Please don't do anything crazy. It took me so long to make it. <laughs> <laughs> she tells them to give back all the products they've stolen. And she tells them to use something with tea tree oil because he has combination, combination skin. skin. <laughs> <laughs> and David has them handed over because they definitely took stuff. Yeah. So... They say they're like kind of talking to each other and they thought that she was too cool to work too, there. She's like, and she's like, well, I well, am I too cool. And if, if you hand it over, I won't call the Popo. <laughs> Did you just say Popo? <laughs> yeah, they try to mock her right away. And she's like, oh, crap, I Get just out. lost my cool status. <laughs> yeah. And then David, of course, has to know. He's like, I want to know if the compliments were like, <laughs> if you meant if you meant that. And... Alexis is like, they're lying. They're, they're lying. Because they're saying that yeah, they meant like, it. And yeah, he does have, have really cool, cool style. style. Yeah. It's like they're lying. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> so I love this. And then they leave. And she flicks her hair in Patrick's and David's face. And Patrick's like, why me? Why did I get one? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's a good little ending. Because he doesn't yeah. understand. And he just keeps going. He's like, why did I? Why? why? <laughs> good. Good little Patrick. Oh, he Patrick. has no idea what he got into. No, he doesn't. He's unaware. So back at the motel, Stevie's talking to Roland about different work, you know, that needs to be done Mm -hmm. around. And he's like, oh, no, you know, I'm waiting for something that's in my wheelhouse. (laughs) And Johnny comes in and uh, he also, God, he's so, I was going to say he's super condescending slash sexist here and he like calls her honey and he's like honey i'm not you know right for and i'm like i hate it Mm -hmm. it's like a moment where i'm like roland you're icky i don't like that but he he goes you know changing the sheets is a johnny job maybe we just put a j by that and tries to put like j's by like everything that he thinks johnny should do (laughs) instead of him everything yes it's just it's just so much condescension and mansplaining i can't it's annoying so he asked, like, how, how will it look, though, if the mayor of the town is changing sheets? <laughs> and Johnny's like, just, just get to work. He's like, <laughs> um, but before he says get to work, he's like, you know, I think maybe we made a mistake, Stevie. And, like, mm-hmm. I think he's doing this on purpose, you know, to try to get right. Roland to. And he does right away. He's like, no, 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 I'll do, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. I need, yeah, I need he... this. I need this. He's like, I need to clean a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> But apparently, with the baby coming, it's because right. things are like, tight. Yeah, it comes down. It comes down to that. He needs the job because he yeah. needs money for the baby. And he goes, you know, Jocelyn had to sell her beanie baby collection. They didn't give her enough for that Diana teddy bear. Which, oh my God, have you seen Broad City? Yes. It reminds me of the, the John Benet episode they, yeah. with the beanie baby. Oh my gosh, it's the same. It's the same. <laughs> which I wonder how much those were. I don't know where mine are, which makes me really sad because I feel like they're a lot of money now. I need to find them. Oh, they're not anymore. No, it was like. 
a period. Only the rare ones? Yeah, it was a period where yeah. the, the prices went really high and then they completely yeah. dropped off. Uh, well, fine, Beanie Babies. So David comes into his room. <laughs> the lights are off and Moira's yes. laying in his bed. <laughs> it's very much like a kind of a flashback. God, what is that? Like season... One, one or two where David's like in maybe season one I where he's one. yeah laying in his room and with the lights off and she's like, like it's like a witch's house, house in here. <laughs> yeah. So she goes, oh, I couldn't possibly make it to my own bed across <laughs> the across like the their, room. their rooms are connected. Yeah. Because yeah. she's really exhausted. And then it's really sad. She goes, you know, most severely lacking was me. So sad. And <laughs> she goes, there's an elephant in the room, David. And he's whispering, retire. <laughs> And she tells David, you know, you have to tell Jocelyn to cancel the whole evening. And then we find out, you know, David's like, well, there's another option. We Mm -hmm. could do the The number. number. (laughs) And this is a total. There's so many references, at least for me. This is like a friend's, like the friend's routine. If anybody knows friends, they have a routine. Monica and Ross, brother and sister. And it's very much the same thing. So it also reminds me of the. As we'll find out. (laughs) I don't know if you watch Arrested Development. Yes. The mother-daughter dance. Yes. I mean, the uh, yes. daughter-son dance. No, the, br- yeah, yeah, the daughter-son with, uh, oh, God, with I love Buster. Buster. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so Moira gets, like, really happy. She's like, oh, I didn't know that you would, like, do this for me. I thought you used to hate it when I used to, like, make you perform, you know, for my friends. And he's like, well, I do. <laughs> and he's like, but I think all of this is. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm pretty much doing this for selfish reasons. Yes, and we have a fun, like, lead-up, because she's like, do you think people would find it strange or inappropriate? So it's a good, like, cliffhanger, because we don't know what this performance is going to be. And, yeah, David's like, I'll go plug in my straightener. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, I hope you're not wearing your shoes, because she's laying in his bed, and she totally is, of course. So here we go. Asbestos Fest. The children's choir, this is great. They finished, Jocelyn's really great at this episode. She's like, they finished a Kylie Minogue medley that had racy lyrics, according to her. <laughs> God, it's so good. So she introduces Moira, and she has a moment, because she learns that, you know, pre-show, that Moira switched up her entire performance, mm-hmm. even though she put down a huge deposit on a wall of mirrors. <laughs> oh, God. Poor She's Jocelyn. also showing. She has a cute little pregnant belly in this. Mm-hmm. Which is really cute. So, the performance. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. These songs. These arrangements. Also, David's hair and his, like, floral <laughs> suit that he's wearing. I just, I, I. Before it starts. <laughs> before it starts. It's so good. because So, Patrick comes to sit by Alexis. I love, like, yeah, I love the audience reaction. Well, she knows. Thing. She knows. She goes, right before they start, she goes, uh. It's the middle of summer, and she knows that they're doing. That she knows right away what they're <laughs> what doing, gonna just happen, based yeah. on what they're wearing, and that's like it. So <laughs> she whispers to Patrick, "This is great that they used to do this at their Christmas party, apparently every year." And she goes, "You can't unsee something like this," <laughs> which is a great line. And oh god. So the fake hair that Moira's oh wearing God. that she throws yes. over her shoulder because it's so long, insanely <laughs> long. And 
she's talking about the dangers of asbestos poisoning. And it's just like such a wonky medley that doesn't make sense. Nothing, nothing about this <laughs> performance makes sense, but their harmonies are good. So that's nice. Uh, it's such an it's such an utter, utter joy. This whole it's thing. It's so and freaking good. I love how David goes, and David's terrible acting. How David's like, yes, I said faithful, <laughs> which rules out all of you. Ha, ha, ha. And like, then Johnny starts laugh. actually, I mean, yeah, Johnny starts actually laughing. Johnny like, loves it. Oh, my gosh. Someone, he clearly loves Alexis it. Alexis shuts Which him is <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's like a genuine laugh that he has after that, as if it's a real like joke. Like a real joke. I know. Oh I love that gosh. he's acting like, uh, uh, David's acting like an actual kid, like a little kid doing yes. the show with his mom. Yes, and doing like the fake, which huh. I can't tell if he's actually that bad or if it's just right, or if he's putting it the on. script. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell. But oh goodness, <laughs> it's a joy. And Patrick's reactions during it, I love I just, it. It's like the first time you're seeing David do any of this. Well, and it's clearly that's very good for him for being unselfish. Because mm-hmm. God, I mean, but maybe he clearly doesn't know. Just like the shows we were referring to, how bad it is. Yeah. Or maybe he does, but I <laughs> I don't know. It's a mess. It's rough. So, yes, what a great episode. So, so shithead of the week, it's my turn. It's your turn. Oh, gosh, this is difficult, but it's actually not. Moira, right away. That's, yeah. <laughs> because just the rehearsals in her room, like, and it gave me such theater vibes and room. made me miss theater. Yeah. Room. Even though it didn't look anything like theater, but it made me miss yeah. <laughs> all the same. <laughs> Just like it's rehearsing the same by vibe. yourself. And like when yeah. you when you like let's say they say, Oh, you're doing this cabaret and you're like, Yeah, let's do a cabaret and then you sit down, I'm like, Can I carry a cabaret? <laughs> like Right. Little imposter syndrome that one And gets. the vibes, especially with right now with the pandemic, it's such vibes. Cause I feel like all of us I remember the first I did one during I had a callback during quarantine at some point, Mm -hmm. like a month or over a month ago. And I was like, do I know how to act anymore? Like, it's a really weird, if you don't, it's very much a muscle. And if you don't practice, it's like, yeah, I've been sitting here. I feel like it's going to be all of us. I haven't had to like sing full out for anything because, you know, I'm not doing anything. So I'm like, can I even sing anymore? Like, oh my gosh, I know. That's a whole other story. Can I dance? I've been... I dance for for money. I'm a dancer right? for money. How do I, I do know. this? I know. I thought about that too. I was like, I've been paid to do this before, yeah. but I don't understand. How do I do? Yeah, it's How do I so do? I I get that a thousand percent that she like you know mm-hmm. wants to back out of it and all the nerves that she gets and you know like practicing in her room and like <laughs> it's nice too because we get vulnerability from Moira, which mm-hmm. is kind of rare, and we get like some. You know some of her yeah it brings her out deepest like fears. It brings a out bit. that a lot of what she puts on is because of insecurity. Yes, a lot of her confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but it's nice because it's also proof that it makes them She's more human, the characters yeah. more realistic and more human because anybody that's confident has got to have something in there. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that's I feel like even especially the people that are overconfident. There's definitely something in there that will get to you. So it's nice to know that someone as confident and ridiculous as <laughs> her can still have insecurities. It's nice to know. It makes them more very much relatable, relatable. which I think is how this show develops the relatability right, really well. Because these characters are so out there that having something yes. that grounds them is so good. Which I think is good, too, because in the beginning, as I don't know if we've talked about it, but 
a lot of people I've talked to have said it's hard to be relatable in the beginning because they're so like unless you're really rich and in that position you're not going to be able to relate a lot of people i've spoken to yeah they don't get into it until later on and then like you fall in mm -hmm. love with them and then there's no turning back once you're in love with these characters because they also change because this Mm -hmm. town because they grow right they Mm -hmm. it's so much about their growth and like them becoming an actual family when they weren't they were never together they were never and realizing how they are as a human because mm-hmm. they're so used to doing Not things to and worry. traveling and going places that they can actually focus on themselves being in a town where nothing's going on mm-hmm. and they have to like provide for themselves. It's a very different vibe than what it was before. So it's nice to see the growth, but there's a lot of, I mean, that performance, obviously a nod to David just for the performance, <laughs> but not in the way that it's good, but no. in, because he's a good actor and it's hilarious, but uh, oh gosh. It's so funny. They're so dumb. <laughs> also, why is it a Christmas medley in the middle of summer? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine ten, ten, eleven, twelve. 10, 12. All of that is really great. <laughs> God, I love it so much. So good. Oh, yes. So good. Okay, so we hope everybody has a really great week. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to. I'm real nervous, but I have a mini getaway. Getaway? Getaway. That sounds like some sort of like jet ski or something. Yeah, or like an app that plans your getaways for you. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Did we just create something? Oh my God, burr, it's burr, patented. Burr? It's ours. Don't steal it. It's copywritten. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have a getaway. Now I can speak like a human. Getaway. I hate it. It's stuck in my head. So it's really short. Like it's for, it's like Thursday to Monday. But when this comes out, it'll be long, long past. a long time ago. But hopefully it'll be nice. I'm just going because I need nature and I'm going to visit a college friend and I just need something. Because otherwise I'm going to be in this city until Christmas and I haven't, I haven't left since last year. So I love New York, but. With this pandemic especially, anybody needs a break yeah. right now because <laughs> we're stuck inside, literally. Yep. So I'm very excited for having that. And I hopefully – and I'm going to be crazy. I'm just scared because I don't want to – it's going to be scary Are to be around that many people. Yeah, I'm doing a plane. But planes scare me. I haven't gone anywhere because of planes. Oh, really? You have a plane fear? No, like during the pandemic. Oh, I know. I fly all the time. Oh, yeah, you're right. I was, I was like, what? Is this a new thing that yeah, I didn't like, know? I just no, that's what I'm... developed a fear of well, planes in the quiet of quarantine. Yeah. I know they're being really safe, which is good, but like wearing a mask that long is going to be that's, uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just like a lot of things that I'm... Because I know, I know spatially and everything I'll be okay, and they're like so clean right now because of everything. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I'm a bit, a wee bit worried about that, but hopefully it'll be worth it because I just want to be, honestly, I want to like pull a Ron Swanson, just be in nature and like not think <laughs> about that. shit for a little bit because I need it. I did it's that with my roommate needed. a while ago. We went to the Sequoia National Forest before all the fires started. Ooh, that's nice. So it was nice. We wanted to go again, yeah. but then it's closed because of the fires because there's fires oh, nearby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just found out that it's going to be really cold when i'm there like legit like maybe like 40s which is kind of exciting (laughs) my cold Cold clothes (laughs) it's a funny way to say it (laughs) yeah like sweaters and stuff which is exciting like i'll have to wear also i don't think i've worn a 
sweater or like super warm thing on a hike before and we're definitely going to be hiking because oh, yeah. I want to so it's going to be interesting it's a I weird it's a weird when I'm sweating yeah, it's a weird balance because like it is I've weird. done I've done hikes in the cold and it's so weird because it's like I want to take all of this off because I'm sweating but then as soon as you but do I'll that, be cold like in the cold. beginning yeah yeah and it'll be like a cold in the beginning probably hot in the middle and then when we're leaving I'll probably get cold, cold again. again so it's like a weird I'm like, what the hell do I wear? But I'm trying to. <laughs> I mean, I've been in cold climates, but not not hiking for a while. So that's a whole different medium. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm very excited. So hopefully it'll be nice. Mm. We hope you're all being safe. Please wear your masks because, your masks. God, I we're so good in New York, but I've caught so many people just this past Here week in alone. California, it's, people don't they don't care. I know California's a lot worse yeah, than us. Like. For a while, everyone was wearing their masks, and now I see people just like pulling them off and like having them. It's not a chin guard. Put it on no, your I mouth sent and nose. a thing to Rayon like twice this week of people. I'm like, cool, someone's not wearing a mask again. This is the face that I make, and I'm wearing my mask <laughs> with like my eyes really big because I'm like, I can't say like, I'm like, at the same time, I could be like, fuck off, you're terrible, see, and they won't know it's breath. me because I have a mask. Well, like you have a mask on. It's right. kind of shielded a little bit. I'll be like, but well, God. people said they should be wearing a mask around here. Right? I've actually done that without a mask on pre-pandemic when someone's like smoking. I'm like, wow, it smells really bad right here. Start, or like saying something really rude. coughing very dramatically. Oh, I've done that too. I've definitely coughed really. And just like stared them in the eyes until they realize what they're doing. It's really blatant, but it's fine. So that's do what our you gotta drama. Do. Just be safe. Stay safe. And do God's missions. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Kara Kilgariff. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> There's so many references wrong in this episode. Podcast. We've dropped so many things. <laughs> yes. Wrong podcast. <laughs> but uh, best wishes. Warmest regards. There it is. That's ours. We did it. <laughs> That's ours. And we hope we love that corn journey for you. So cute. So cute. Okay. We have Bye. to go. Bye. <laughs>